Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. L G B, straight out of Ghana, stop guys. What up to you, One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheat code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show Hi, and welcome to the One Up Game Podcast, episode 299. Getting so close to that big 300. Is it a big number though, really? I don't know. I mean, we might just like, skip all the celebrations and just wait till 500, if I'm still alive doing it at that time, because it's taken a bloody long time to get this far. Anyway, David here, One Up Gaming. Apologies for looking like crap. I'm in the middle of night shift, so I just quickly got out of bed, had a job interview, back here now to do this, get it edited at work tonight. Thank you, work, and hopefully go from there and get this up on Friday as normal. And if you're listening to it, Sunday as normal, because it's the podcast and the YouTube video thing. Anyways... Thank you for clicking. Thank you for viewing. I've just rambled on for a couple of minutes there. I don't know what the hell's going on. Please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. We have videos, reviews, uh, written articles, news, features. We have a shop where you can buy like these sort of t-shirts. Uh, we've got more t-shirts as well. Uh, might change after the start of the short into the middle half of the show, sort of thing. But for now... Look at this lovely, lovely white one. Nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, I don't even know what the hell I was saying there. But yeah, oneupgaming.co.uk. Go onto the website. I think it's online store and you can click on and it links you to, to this. Uh, multiple designs, multiple colours. Got like sensible sort of like... So it's sensible software. I think, I think it's sociable soccer that we've got. And I've got some John Hare stuff. We've got just some random gaming stuff. But um, this week's show, as always, is sponsored by Games Inspired Music. It's a music album that we worked on as a team. Uh, it was meant to be our 
more of a backing music to like we were going to make a animated TV show, and unfortunately the main guy that we had for that um, stabbed someone, got house arrest, and then a couple of years later, unfortunately found out he had cancer and died. Shit times, really was. We were all going into that one, looking forward to it. It was sounding good. Anyway, the music album is available. It's Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon. Just search Games Inspired Music. 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. And we will move swiftly on to the games that I, myself, have played this week. Um, I will say it now because I will forget because I haven't wrote it on here. But we have a new series out. It's going to be on every Wednesday, and it's going to be the... I I should have wrote it down because I'm so stupid. I think it's the world's... or the worst games. Yes, I think it's just the worst games. So I will just find on loads of games that are absolute garbage camp... Campfire? Garbage fire. Trash heap. Rubbish. And I will... Play the game for as long as I can. Some of the videos I've been going over at the minute have been about two minutes long. The games are that bad. And every Wednesday, we'll just have a quick look at one of these games. I'll talk over it, say about why it's bad, what's good about it, any redeeming features. And that'll be coming every Wednesday from next, well, from this week coming. Um, so the games I've been playing, Far Cry 6. Now, I'm one of these weird people where Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4, I never quite enjoyed massively, but they were okay. Far Cry 5, on the other hand, just the beginning introduction sequence of going into the, the camp where the that guy's brainwashed all of his followers where they think he's like the second coming of like Jesus is absolutely amazing I love that it just gripped me so much yeah yeah gripped me it was an amazing sort of intro to a game probably one of the best intro sequences I've ever played in a game so Far Cry 6 on the other hand went a different way and I was just not impressed with the game it just felt very much disjointed with like what was happening and being said on screen to then you taking control of the characters and it just didn't quite fit and flow to how the game was um i mean don't get me wrong far cry is far cry it still plays well still looks nice but i just didn't quite get gripped by that story intro So, the next game, Spongebob's Truth or Square, and this is just your basic, rubbish, 3D action platformer. It's not very good. You know, I know what people say, oh, it's a kid's game. So, yes, it's a kid's game, but kids aren't that stupid. Sorry, I say that. I remember playing games when I was a kid that I loved. And then going back to them now, it's 
is that the Sync, the Zenic Spectrum, the Sinclair Spectrum, whatever you want to call it, the, I think I had the 128 plus 2, so that Spectrum. Most of the games on that were just a pile of shit. But as me as a kid, oh my god, it's the arcade game, I'm playing the arcade game. No, you're not, mate, it's crap, and you're just deluding yourself, because someone bought you this home computer for like 130 quid. And y'all just sat there, gobsmacked at how amazing it is. Anyway, SpongeBob, Truth or Square, basic 3D action platformer. It's not good. It's just your normal collecty things, jump around. Yeah, hopefully you've seen the trailer and it's just not very good. A game that I was shocked at, and that was Ultimate Racing 2D. Now, this is like a very far zoomed out view, top down 2D sprite work racing game and there's like Formula 1, stock car, go-karts, motorbikes and so there's loads of different things, vehicles to choose and then there's like the like 10 or so top down views of the circuits and I actually really enjoyed this, it felt good, the physics in the vehicles felt really nice and weighty, it felt good, handling was good, and I was pleasantly surprised, uh, like a two, five pound sort of game, I can't remember how much it was, it's on sale all the time on the Xbox, so it'd probably be on sale on Steam and PlayStation if it's available, a good little game, I enjoyed it, next up, Nickelodeon, All Star, <clears throat> All Star Brawl, I didn't speak, I've just woken up, it's not great, uh, this game, it's like Smash Brothers, apart from you can be a turtle or you can be cat dog, I think. Think of some Nickelodeon st- stars and you, you can select some of these characters. Now, I remember Nickelodeon, I remember Rugrats. I remember the Rugrats sequel series, All Grown Up. I remember a lot of the stuff that was on there that was probably Disney at the time. But there wasn't a Disney channel when I was a kid, so it was all on the Disney UK channel. Um, but going through some of the characters in this fighting game, I only know three or four of them. All the rest of them are just, meh, I don't know. But I guess that's the modern day Nickelodeon. And I've not watched Nickelodeon in like 25 years, something like that. And yeah. So, the game itself, imagine Smash Brothers, but you can't see your characters in the background because the backgrounds are too psychedelically bold and colourful, or that might be just me being colourblind that I can't see what the hell's going on, but I don't know. The combat, I feel, is really bad, but then again, I hate Super Smash Brothers. I think that's a really bad game as well, so if they're going for that, I'll... Point stars, yes, it's amazing. You've copied a shit game to make an even shitter game just because characters sells and the Mario, like Nintendo's game's got Mario, Sonic, um, it's got like everyone, it's got loads of people, loads of characters, and it's amazing to see it all. Whereas this Nickelodeon game, I think they're getting new people added to it, but I don't know, they either have Donatello, why would you not have Donatello? Anyway, next up, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the official video game. 
So I had a mate over the other week and oh my god, we had so much fun. It's a stupid, stupid game. I love it. I absolutely love it. But I also love the fact it's got stupid things on it like the... It's not mountain climbing, but it's it's like, you know, like climbing up a fake mountain. And you have to try and aim the analog sticks where your hands are and press the buttons to grip. And it's fun. It is fun. It's got a really basic soccer game. It's got a really basic baseball game. It's got the track and field events. It's got loads of loads of things. It's got um, not judo, but it's got boxing. It's got uh, I think tennis. It's it's got all sorts. It's got loads and loads of stuff. It's a great game. I'd recommend it, even if it's like a year old now. I'd still recommend it. It's a fun, fun game. So next up was a gaming game preview, and that's Session, and it's a skate sim. So a skateboarding game. I'll, if I can find the trailer for it, I'll put the trailer up. It looked amazing from what I saw, and when I went to play the game, it just didn't have that feel of the complete game. It just felt really unfinished, really, really early, which I guess that's why it's in game preview. But. I wasn't impressed. I'll let the trailer do the talking. Hopefully they can get the game up and running. So next game, it was the Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered, and although this game looks nice, the handling, it felt massively heavy, very hard to sort of turn around corners and keep off the walls, but other than that it looked nice, played well, it's just not my sort of game anymore, um, the Need for Speed sort of stuff, but I think we played last week the Burnout Paradise and I've never really played Burnout Paradise before. I, I loved Burnout 3 and Burnout Takedown or whatever the word it was, that sort of era, like 360 sort of era, early 360 sort of era I think it was. And they looked amazing, they played amazing, I loved how they played. Then I went to the Burnout Paradise and I, I put it on, I had my little camera, put my face on it. And I was playing it, and it's like, you know, you just don't click with that game. And I didn't click. I just felt, I like the old Burnout games, don't like the open world, don't like this, don't like that. But me and my mate were playing it the other day, and, oof, it's good. It's amazing. I couldn't believe how it just didn't hit me five, eight years ago, whenever it was when it came out. Anyway, it's the reason, the reason, the reason why I bring this up is that the Need for Speed Hops It Remastered was made by Criterion, I think it was, or at least the original was, and Burnout Paradise was the last Burnout game made by Criterion. And I think the new Need for Speed coming out this year, maybe, fingers crossed, is a joint effort with the EA team that was doing it and Criterion, I think, joined up to make the new Need for Speed. So a couple of game reviews on the website. Ayo the Clown. 
shit. It's just shit. It's a shitty shit of a shit game. And Metal Tales Overkill. And this is a top-down Smash TV style um, randomly generated world where you go around twin-stick shooter sort of controls, shooting enemies and stuff. The good thing about this game is the fact that the music, they've gone out and got some really good rock, like heavy rock sort of music, and it fits the game perfect. The graphics aren't the best, the enemies, the movement, all that's not the best, but as a budget game, it plays well, looks okay, great music. And as always, we've got our Game Guru Max series. Uh, I think the last video that was on, it, I actually managed to play through my game and go from like level 1, 2 and up to level 3, I think I got to, while well, I was like, playing around with it. And we've also got the Can We Complete Ridge Racer 6. And I think we're up to about episode 14 now. Something like that. It's amazing how much content is in this game. But that is all we've been playing this week. Um, we're going to have a quick break now and we'll be back in a few minutes with the news. So back in 12 seconds-ish. And we're still here, still tired as hell, still me, David, still 299 episodes in of the One Up Gaming podcast. So thank you all for watching, thank you all for listening, thank you for lending me your ears to wiggle my way in, I don't know. Anyway, let's go into some new show, shall we? Shall we? Um, so, got a, a few stories here, so I will screen record. So, Marvel signs a deal to like, likeness, to license Stanley's name and likeness for use in movies and more. So, a new deal has been struck between Marvel and the Stanley universe. So basically, it was a running theme joke that all the Marvel movies, even the Fox Marvel movies, even the Universal Marvel movies, even the Marvel Marvel movies, and then Disney's Marvel movies when they bought Marvel, they had Stan Lee as a cameo of just a couple of seconds in all the movies and all the TV shows. Even back in the 70s and 80s, he, he did a lot of like voiceover work in the cartoon sort of series. And, but yeah, so it looks as though because Marvel have paid this money for this, then we will get to see a lot more of Stan Lee. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'm not really that bothered. But next bit of news, it looks as though 5% of Nintendo is now owned by the Saudi Arabia. The Saudi Arabia or just Saudi Arabia? Um, 
the country of Saudi Arabia now owns 5.01% of Nintendo as its public investment fund continues its chain of investments. That's cool. So I believe that's the same group that owns Newcastle United, my football team. Oh, change colour. New shirt. Um, I don't know why I've done that. I might have to edit this bit so you can see the, <laughs> the different t-shirt. Oh, God. Uh, so basically... So Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, Salman, last year invested in Grand Theft Auto V Publisher Take Two. Oh my ear! Um, Battlefield Publisher EA and Call of Duty's Activision Blizzard. Uh, so basically, they're saying that these weren't the first made by him, as in 2020, he also purchased a third of Japanese fighting game company SNK. And then became the majority owner. So, yeah. All you people mad about Nintendo... Uh, I can't even speak, can I? All you people last year upset... Actually, was it this year? No, it was last year. Because then we had the transfer window, the January transfer window. So all you people last year that were so upset about Saudi Arabia owning Newcastle... How are you guys going to cope when you can have to come to terms with that these mass murdering journalist killers now own your family friendly Nintendo? Because I believe they'll slowly dig their monies in and slowly get a bit more. Because that's what you do, isn't it? You sort of get as much money as you can for these things. Um. So, it says here, Xbox fans fed up after Starfield and Redfall delays. And this was the IGN podcast uh, when they were talking about it. So, to me, I don't care. Yes, I love Xbox. Uh, I love the Xbox Series X. But to me, I would rather them say... We are sorry, but Starfield or Redfall, which Redfall we haven't seen nothing from, so I'm not surprised that got delayed. But Starfield, yes, they had a date booked in. They had monthly updates come in. But if Microsoft went to them and said, we can't have a game ship that is unfinished and broken, and I understand that. So I would rather Microsoft come in and say, like, no, mate, you need at least another six months to get those kinks worked out. And for me, it's just, it makes sense. It makes commercial sense. It makes financial sense. And it makes sense to get the IP going because it's like a brand new IP. You don't want the first thing people say about it. Oh, is it this year's cyberpunk? You know, it's like, it's just a disaster. So that's just me. I'd rather a good game than one that's just rubbish. Next up, I don't know why I've got this, but Chippendale of Rescue Rangers. And it's like, I remember the Chippendale TV cartoon series when I was a little kid. And I mean, you can see the trailer sort of happening on this sort of screen thing. And I was actually quite impressed with the TV show back in the day. And 
I'm actually quite interested in how this sort of thing goes because it looks like a bit 2D and 3D animated. Um, it's like directed by the Lonely Islands. I don't know who that is. Um, okay, it's, it sounds like a third person, uh, fourth person wall breaking sort of show. Oh, Andy Sandberg. Ah. Nice sounds alright, doesn't it? So we'll give this a quick so what have they said? Uh... Oh they seem quite happy with it. They seem happy. So IGN says is a worth worthwhile watch. Um, next bit of news I have got, but but is that we've got some new Thor Love and Thunder images, pairs Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman's Mighty Thor. There may also be a reference to Black Panther. I guess that's the Panther Queenie person in the bottom. Uh, the figure as the goddess Bast, played by, I don't know who that is. Bast is well known as the panther deity worshipped by, I have no idea what any of this sort of is. Uh, yeah, so we, there, yeah. I'm not the biggest marvelly sort of fan. I enjoy watching some of the, shows and movies and stuff but I'm not one to sit into the, and dig into it so the next bit of news Silent Hill 2 remake rumours blooper team CEO refuses to comment but says new project will still be a blooper team title well I guess anything that you make will be made by blooper team so that just means nothing following rumours that the horror game blooper team is making the dream is it just me? I'm not a fan of Silent Hill. It just didn't evolve with the time. Even after like Resident Evil 4, the Silent Hill games still played like Silent Hill. Um, yes, they might have improved the graphical style. They might have had really cool dual worlds where you go into like, the dark world and the normal world, or what we call it. Uh, might have some really cool characters like... Um, Forgotten his name now. Is it Triangle Head? I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, we'll see what happens. So we'll just keep clicking through these and see. If you want to read it, you can read it. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a massive fan of Blooper, Blooper, Blooper Team. And I guess if you're not a fan of Blooper Team and you're not a fan of the Silent Hill games, what else have you got to look forward to? Anyway, next up, Star Wars is now about persistent storytelling, not trilogies, says Kathleen Kennedy. 
So basically, Kathleen Kennedy has addressed the reason for the hiatus in the Star Wars film slate, explaining that there's been a shift in their storytelling approach. In other words, what they've worked out is people aren't willing to go every single year to see a Star Wars movie, so they have to put things on the back burner. Um, yeah, so it just... Uh, yeah, I, I just think that the like all Disney sort of things, when they get something that sells, they milk the fuck out of it. They really do. They push it as far as it can go and hope that everyone continues to love it. I'm not a fan of that model. It kills creativity. It kills individuality. And you just get a shinier version of the same product. And it's just not very good. Um, And that basically also comes on the back of the news that... I, mean, I don't know the name. Rain Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is on hold. Uh, so five years have passed since the project was announced. Uh, is on hold for the time being as the filmmaker is unbelievably busy with other projects. No. He wouldn't be busy with projects because you'd be able to chuck money at him to get him out of other deals and other packages to get him into your movies if you believed in your franchise to be able to make movies and sell because you don't believe that's working. You might need to stop, have a three, four years off and then do a a couple of movies to keep the the franchise's name alive. But you just can't keep pumping these substantive movies out every single year. Uh, Knives Out, I don't think that was a very good movie. Um, but yeah, so uh, be, oh, I don't know. Anyway, so that's the news for Star Wars. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. So next up is a little bit of news about about. Elon Musk's Twitter buyout cannot move forward until a number of bot accounts are verified. The original estimation of 5% of accounts being bots could be inaccurate. Uh, so basically he's saying that he thinks it's more like 20% of all accounts are fake. So I guess he's just not happy with what Twitter have sort of said. Uh, it makes sense. If you want to buy something, you want to buy the full, you know what you, you want to know what you're buying. So I guess I understand that bit of news. Nothing really major though. And the last full newsy item that I've got, and that is, Take-Two has no current plans to discuss uh, for FIFA after its FIFA split with EA. Um, I mean, I guess it's Take-Two makes sports games. I guess they're the only team who can make a sports game. No, 
they're not the only team that can make a sports game because you're coming from it from they like take two want to make a sports game like a football game and they want to just license the FIFA name to make it sell. I don't think that's what FIFA wants. I think FIFA want to come in and pick a developer to make the game and then they get all the money and all the royalties for it. They're not just selling the license of FIFA. They're actually selling the game. So they'll come out, publish everything and, and get all the money. But yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. I guess yeah finally sort of said, nah, we're not having that, mate. And let's see if I can get onto this. Might need to log in, but we'll give it a go. Oh, God, holding this tablet hurts like hell after a while. Don't have to log in. That's great. So I can go straight into the this week's gaming top 40. So number 40, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Lego Jurassic World, Lego Marvel Superheroes, Red Dead Redemption 2, Sonic Forces, number 35, Far Cry 6, Resident Evil Village, Lego The Incredibles, Fortnite Minty Legends Pack, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, number 30, Sifu, Saifu, 29, Luigi's Mansion 3, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition, Call of Duty Vanguard, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, number 25, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, 24, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, Ghostwire Tokyo, Sonic Colors Ultimate, number 20, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Just Dance 2022, The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Sonic Mania Plus, Ring Fit Adventure, number 15, Lego Harry Potter Collection, WWE 2K22, Grand Theft, no, Gran Turismo 7, Mario Party Superstars, Elden Ring, number 10, FIFA 22, number 9, Animal Crossing New Horizons, number 8, Grand Theft Auto 5, number 7, Minecraft, number 6, Pokemon Legends, Arcarus, number 5, Evil Dead the Game, I didn't even know this game was coming out, number 4, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, number 3, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, number 2, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, and at number one, brand new, is Nintendo Switch Sports. And that is thank you to Games Press and the GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats. And it's been me, David, 1UP Gaming, saying thank you all for watching, thank you all for listening. Please go to our website, which is 1UPGaming.co.uk. Please go to our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. The Games Spread music album's out now. 20% of each sale will go to Child's Play Charity. We have our first 100 podcasts available at audiobooksontape.com. The cassette is like a USB cassette tape, and it's £9, and £1 of each sale goes to the Diabetes UK. If you go to our website, oneupgaming.co.uk, there's Amazon links on the site. So if you're buying from Amazon, click on that, take it to Amazon, and say you spend £10, we get 20p for advertising Amazon and our website. You don't pay nothing. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Just search 1UP Gaming. Uh, the YouTube, I think we've got 1,200 subscribers now, which is amazing. Thank you all. It's been great right so far. If you want to watch us live on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash OUG official. 
Uh, you want to tweet us, it's at OUG Official. Please follow us and messages on there. If you want to email us, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And that, my friends, is the One Up Gaming podcast, episode 299. Uh, if you want to subscribe to us, um, share us, like us um, on YouTube, please do. That's amazing. And if you're listening to us on a pod, on podcast, then uh, subscribe to us and leave positive feedback. It really helps when people are searching for shows and podcasts. So, my friends, that is it. Episode 299. Me, David, say thank you all. Goodbye. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit Facebook.com slash Fat Cat Fly because you deserve a better life. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.